Hello and welcome to the VIP Fitness Podcast. My name is Victoria and my aim is to help you understand the mechanics of fat loss and maintenance and then to help you implement this understanding with your own fat loss and maintenance journey. I'll provide you with information, hints, tips, tricks and hacks that you can pick and choose from to use in your day-to-day life. If you want more information or you'd like to speak to me about coaching, you can find me on Instagram at VIP Fitness Coaching. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you do enjoy what you've heard, I'd appreciate it if you could share, follow, review, rate, all of that good stuff that podcasts ask you to do. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back to the VIP Fitness Podcast. Uh, Apologies, I have a blocked nose, so I'm a bit snufflier than usual. I will try to edit out the worst of the snuffles, but I do apologise for any that I miss and leave in. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about decision fatigue and making a plan. If you have a busy life, you will undoubtedly be making hundreds and thousands of decisions every single day from the second you wake up to the second you go to bed. You will be having to make a decision about something. You wake up and you have to decide, are you going to have breakfast first or are you going to get in the shower? What are you going to wear? Have you got enough time to get to work? Have you made your lunch? What are you going to have for lunch? Have you brushed your teeth yet? Are you going to brush your teeth now before you go out? So many decisions all the time. And this is exacerbated if you have a partner that you need to think of. If you have children in the mix, I mean, the children are the worst. You you are basically a PA to two tiny people with no logic, no common sense. It's a nightmare. They can't use email. You have to do everything. Pets. Pets need things doing for them and decisions making. So if If you are making a lot of decisions on a daily basis and then on top of that you're trying to lose a bit of fat so you're restricting your calories you might feel a bit hungry you've got certain things that you want to eat certain things that you don't want to eat and again if you do live with a partner with kids with other people there's potentially going to be things in your house in your kitchen that at the moment you're not particularly wanting to eat a lot of but they need to be there because the other people that you live with they like them so they're there having A plan can take away a big chunk of that decision-making process. If you think about how you like to work, if you're doing a job and you know that you have to do that job at various points throughout the week, sometimes it's a lot easier to do all of that job all at once, get it all done in one big fell swoop, and then you don't have to think about it for the rest of the week. For example, if picking what to wear every day is something that drives you mad, you wake up in the morning, you're running late, and you don't want to have to pick what you're going to wear every single day. You might want to start the week having chosen what you're going to wear every single day. You sit down on Sunday night and you go, right, I'm going to wear this on Monday, this on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then when you wake up in the morning, you don't have to pick what to wear. You've already got it sorted. You might even just do it the night before, just to make your life a little bit easier in the morning. You pick your outfit for the morning. That's one less decision you have to make the next day. The same can be said with food and with your meals. If you're the type of person that you're going from one meal to the next, you're constantly thinking, oh, I'm eating my breakfast, but what should I have for lunch? 
have I got any bread in? Oh, I've got bread. Is the butter soft? No, I need to get the butter out of the fridge. But well, then what am I going to have on the sandwich? Do If you're making these decisions and having these thoughts, it can take up a huge chunk of your brain space. Side note to the patriarchy and diet culture, this is one of the reasons why the diet industry and that culture is as big as it is. Got to keep the women folk distracted with diets because then they're not going to think about taking over the world. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. That decision making and that chunk of energy from your brain that it takes up, you don't need to do it that way. The way to solve that problem is to plan. Planning, some people don't like planning, some people do like planning. You can still have an element of flexibility in planning. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, but I don't want to decide what I'm having for dinner on Tuesday night because on Tuesday night I've put down that I'm going to have nachos, but I don't want nachos now, I want a shepherd's pie. If you're that kind of person, you can still plan and have an element of flexibility within that plan if you know that making a rigid plan is going to set your heckles off and you're just going to kick back against it. So making the plan, how do you make the plan? First off, you need to think about when do you do your food shop and how often do you do your food shop? Are you like me? You go shopping once a week, you go to the supermarket, you do your big shop. If there's anything else like emergency little bits and bobs that you might have forgotten about or that you just didn't even realise you needed, just little things like that, you might do a little trip up to your corner shop or whatever. But generally you do one big shop a week. You can either do one big shop a week, you can do two big shops a week. Just look at how often you shop and how often you want to shop. If you're happy going twice a week, don't change that just to fit in with my example plan. Think about your life and how it fits for you. If you like to go shopping twice a week and and do two medium shops rather than one big shop, keep doing that. The plan will still work. You just need to tweak it a little bit. So back to my plan. The way I do my plan is I do one big weekly shop. On top of that, I also do a big monthly shop, which I get delivered and In that shop, I put all of the stuff that I cannot be bothered hoying about every week. And it's stuff that I can only get from Tesco. I can't get it from Aldi. To save myself having to go to Tesco to get that stuff, I will just do an online delivery of all the bits and bobs I can't get from Aldi, get them delivered, and I try to think about a month's worth. So for example, squash. I cannot get quadruple strength squash from Aldi, nor can I get it in the flavours that I like. So I have to get that from Tesco. Another one is frozen cherries. Aldi do do frozen cherries. However, my local Aldi has been out of stock of them for the last two months. So I can't rely on being able to get them when I go there. So that goes on the Tesco monthly order. And with it being freezer, it'll go in the freezer and it'll be fine. So think about how you like to do it before you do your weekly shop the day before. So on a Monday, that's when I go to Aldi, do my big weekly shop. The day before on Sunday, I go through the cupboards and the fridge and look at what have I got that needs using up. For example, this week in the fridge, there's half a bag of sweet potatoes that are going to need using. There's a bag of shallots out of which I used one last week. And now there's another five or six in there that still need using. There's a bunch of celery. There's carrots. In the cupboard, I've got a couple of packs of microwave rice. I've got some noodles that need using up. I tend to have a lot of the dry stuff knocking around most of the time. From last week's 
big pack of chicken that I bought, I know I've got a portion of that in the freezer already. However, it might just be a small portion. I know that the pizzas that we had last week, there's still half a pizza for me, for the kids. So I only need to get one pizza for my partner, for him. So go through your cupboards, go through your fridge, look at your perishables, look at what needs using up and then have a think what recipes you can use them in. So you might be the kind of person that likes to use online recipes. You might have a bunch of recipes that you have in your head that you always do for example your spag bol your shepherd's pie your chicken pasta whatever it is that you like to do on a weekly basis have a look at the recipes that you use and then see where those ingredients that need using up can be used so we used to do gusto and i've got all of the old gusto recipe cards stored in the cupboard we stopped doing gusto because it was too expensive but the recipes are good so we still use them i found one recipe that uses sweet potatoes and potatoes and carrots which are all in the fridge at the moment i just need to add chicken to it and a few little bits so that's gone on the menu the kids always like to have a chicken noodle dish so we have a noodle dish every week i need to get the pizza for the friday and then i pick a bunch of other recipes that use up the ingredients that need using and write them down on the list. And I will plan it out. So I'll put down Monday, chicken noodles, Tuesday, chicken and couscous thing, Wednesday, lasagna, etc. However, you don't need to stick to this rigidly. So if on Monday you get home and you're like, oh, well, I don't want chicken and noodles for tea tonight. I'm not in the mood for it. I'd rather have the shepherd's pie instead. You can do that. You know you've got all of those ingredients in your fridge. So if you want to swap them around and swap the recipe days, you can do. That's where the element of flexibility comes in. So back to the plan. You write down the meals for each day, Monday through Sunday. And then on the other side of the page, and I use an A5, um, a B5 notebook for this, I write the recipes down one side and the shopping list down the other side. First off, everything you need in terms of meat. We eat a lot of chicken, so I tot up how much chicken we need. We generally need the two kilo pack. If that's too much, I just freeze what's left over. And you can do that with all packs of meat. If you want to save a bit of money, buy the bigger size, divide it up into freezer bags and just freeze what you don't need in the portion size that you need it. And then when it comes to your next week's recipes, you can just pull those bags out of the freezer and use them when you need them. So you've got your recipes on one side, your shopping list on the other side, and that's how I plan the week. In terms of things like breakfasts and lunches, I don't like to plan lunches too much because we tend to have a lot of leftovers knocking around. There'll be half a sourdough bread that needs using. There'll be leftover dinner from Sunday or potato. Something needs using up. So I don't tend to plan my lunches. I tend to eat around the leftovers. For breakfasts, Again, I tend to plan my breakfasts, but only because I have a yogurt bowl every day. Because I like yogurt bowls, I can change up the toppings a bit if I like. So I just buy a ton of yogurt. I make sure I've got the dark chocolate in, the nuts, the seeds, the bits and the bobs. I'll be honest, it's a lot of yogurt because my husband has it as well. So we have a lot of yogurt in the fridge, but it's easy. We don't have to think about it. I don't have to wake up every single day and think, what should I have for breakfast? I don't know what I want. Should I have cereal? Should I have a smoothie? Just pick something that you like. Have options if you did want to change it. So I always keep some bagel thins in the freezer if I'd wake up and decide I don't want a yogurt bowl. I always keep bran flakes in the cupboard for an emergency and the pre-mixed protein shakes in the fridge because that makes a really good emergency breakfast if it turns out I've not bought enough yogurt for the week, which happens regularly. I regularly forget to get enough yogurt. You've got 
options there that don't need to be kept fresh you can grab them if you need them and this works for lunchtime as well i like stuff in tins beans on toast is a fantastic high protein lunch and you wouldn't think it is but it's brilliant beans on toast especially if your toast is whole grain because then you're going to get your complete protein source as well from the beans and the whole grain wheat in the bread tinned tuna is really good but if you don't like fish maybe go back to the beans jacket potatoes jacket potatoes are a really nice easy option for lunch you just chuck one in the oven in the morning put it on a low temperature and then by lunchtime it's there and it's ready to go the best thing to do though is for you to sit down and have a think about what you personally prefer have a think of two or three breakfasts one or two of which you can just live in the cupboards without needing to be kept refrigerated have a think about the kinds of lunches that you like and make sure you keep the items for that in the cupboard ideally things that don't need to necessarily be kept fresh all the time and then write down your recipes and your plan for your teas and that way you've taken out all of your decision making process on a Sunday night and by sitting down for like 15 20 30 minutes and making that plan on a Sunday or whatever day it is you're going to be doing it on by sitting down and making that plan you have saved yourself how many three meals a day seven days a week you've saved yourself 21 decisions and all the time and energy that's associated with thinking about that and making that decision if you're thinking that even that sounds like a lot and it's quite overwhelming. How about starting just doing Monday through Friday? So leave your weekends clear, but just sit down and think about five breakfasts Monday through Friday, and it can just be the same breakfast every single day. Five lunches, and again, if you want to just have the same thing for lunch every day, that's not a problem. Maybe mix it up, maybe try two different things, alternate it, and then pick your five meals for your dinners, for your teas. And just see if you can work on doing that Monday through Friday. And if you're happy with it, you can then bring the Saturday and Sunday in. Or if you want to, you can leave it more open. If you like going out to eat on a weekend and you don't want to have to plan in some food and then you've got food going off, if you want to be a bit more spontaneous, you can try doing that. In that situation, I would suggest maybe having some freezer meals so that if you don't go out on the weekend and then you're worried, well, I was going to go out and now I can't go out and I don't have anything to eat. I'm just going to eat a load of crisps and a load of chocolate or I'm just going to make the popular hashtag girl plate where you just pick a load of stuff out and sometimes it doesn't always meet your needs. Rather than doing that, have some emergency freezer meals that you can just whip them out, shove them in the microwave and they're ready to go. Another good thing that you can do with this is frozen vegetables. If you're not sure that you're ever going to get vegetables in the fridge eaten, if you're the kind of person that has a really sad, limp cabbage mouldering at the back of your cupboards, there's a bit of celery that's gone a bit soft on the end, your carrots are starting to go furry. If you think that you would buy vegetables and then they would just go off, switch to frozen veg. There's a huge selection of frozen veg now. You can get your regular veg veg mix where you have your carrots and your cauliflower and your broccoli all in one. Frozen peas are amazing. Same with frozen sweet corn. You can get stir fry mix. You can get your onions already diced up and chopped ready to go to put in recipes. Sliced peppers. Pretty much most vegetables you can think of, you can get a frozen variety. So if you are worried that you're going to buy a load stuff and it's just going to go off then get frozen instead get frozen veg the stir fry mixes are fantastic for a quick meal all you need is a handful of that a pack of noodles a bit of meat fry it up chuck a sauce on and it's ready to go it's a nice easy option 
again, it's about making your environment and your life as easy as possible. If fat loss becomes hard and it becomes difficult, you're not going to want to stick with it. So making it easy means that you're going to stick to it long term and you're going to be able to lose the fat that you want to lose and then move into maintenance and maintain those results. If it's too hard, that won't happen and you'll go back to your old ways because they're comfortable and they feel easy for you. This is the kind of thing that I help people with in coaching. So when I'm talking to my clients and we talk about lifestyle and what they're doing, we think about how some of these tips and tricks and things, how they can be adapted to work for their particular lifestyles. So for example, some people who work on shift patterns, they might not be able to plan in a breakfast and a lunch and a dinner every day. Doing that isn't going to work for them because they're asleep during breakfast and lunch. So it's about working with individual circumstances and this is why your pre-prescribed diet plans don't work for everybody if it doesn't fit your life it's not going to be something you can adhere to long term but the idea of having a plan is a good one because it does take away that decision fatigue and this is why diet plans are popular with people if somebody were to say to me this is what you're eating every day you don't have to think about it that's great the problem comes in when I start looking at the ingredients and I don't really like that one and grating that carrot is going to take me a good carrot, carrot, grating that carrot is going to take me a good 15 minutes and I can't be bothered with that and I've got other things to do. It's about having a plan that works for you and a coach can help you figure out what your ideal plan should be. I hope some of that's been helpful. If you need any further help with any of it, you can contact me on Instagram. I'm at VIP Fitness Coaching. You can visit my webpage and fill in the form and I'll get back to you. We can have a chat about whether coaching is something that may or may not work for you. If there's anything that I feel is not within my remit, I can forward you on to other coaches that I think would be a better fit for you. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for your time and attention today. I hope that some of what I've said today has been helpful. If you want any more information on anything I've covered, or if you'd like to speak to me about nutrition and fitness coaching, you can find me on Instagram at VIP Fitness Coaching. Please feel free to drop me a message. I'd be happy to respond to anything you want to talk about. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.